0: Yo, 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 welcome to the Flex Zone. It's your man. It's your boy, it's your host, your friendly reminder, Jay Henderson. And we're here with a new topic, a new episode, a new life hack. So, just in case you don't know, if you're a new listener or a new subscriber, Life Hacks is my new series. It's, we're no longer doing series, we're doing volumes. So, I would actually like to do five volumes. Then I would like to tie them in and put them into an autobiography. How cool is that? So, the topic that we're dealing with today is very personal, very mature, very adultish ish. The topic is unforgiving unforgiving and I I want I'm just gonna do this I don't know how to do this but I'm gonna I'm just gonna do this I'm going to type in unforgiving and see what Google gives us for unforgiving so, Unwilling or unable to forgive. Having or making no allowance for error or weakness. Unforgiven. I have people that listen to this podcast and when I give you information What you hear from me i don't want it to be inaccurate i don't want that i want to give you accuracy i want to give you effectiveness i want to give you those hacks that you can look back and say well hey he actually says something that makes sense so we're going to start this episode with A very, very harsh reality that a lot of us never take time to deal with. You know why? Because we like to have people to blame. We like to have people to point the finger at. We have a part of us that makes us feel sorry for how we allow other people to treat us. Make it make sense. Remember hearing me say that a lot. Make it make sense. Because the way the world operates nowadays makes no sense. So we need different scenarios to tie in to make the nonsense seem sensible. Well, I have a harsh reality for that too. If it's nonsense, it's just nonsense. Your perception of it may cause you to stir in it a little bit, try to make something of it, but make it make sense simply says or means. If you go to (laughs) urbandictionary.com, maybe, it doesn't make sense. So to, to, to be in a place where you're holding a person hostage, You can't just hold them hostage mentally. You also hold them hostage spiritually. That alone affects your peace. It affects the dynamics of your peace to the point to where sometime you wake up with this garbage on your mind. And sometime you go to sleep with it on your mind. Make it make sense. We'll be hearing that a lot. Make it make sense. Who deserves to contaminate your spirit so bad that you refuse to let go of them? I don't understand it. So when you have a place in your life, a person in your life, a thing in your life that has stained the mirror of your image, we have to find a place within ourselves to forgive people. That means that you have to find a way to make that thing work for the good of you. Because I see so many people who, and I'm, 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 I'm not reluctant to speak on this. I'm really, really careful. I try to be a little more expository. I see people who are really, really Christ-like. Christ-like to the point to where they have sit in courtrooms and forgiven people that's taken family members away from them. They have forgiven them. And they adapt to the spirit of peace like no else can simply because you don't harbor garbage. What I mean by garbage is things that contaminate your spirit. If it contaminates your spirit, it contaminates your existence. If it contaminates your existence, it contaminates your place in the world. And if it contaminates your place in the world, it contaminates everything and everybody that should be connected to you and benefit from your life. But because you are You have somebody in a place that you cannot forgive, that you cannot let go of what they've done to you. You are holding other people's blessings up. There are people tied to your life. There are people that's associated with with your life, with your existence that can benefit and be blessed by you if you will learn to forgive. So the one thing that keeps us bound to An unforgiving spirit is holding grudges. Holding a grudge means. It's it's really not keeping the person that you're holding the grudge against as hostage. It's keeping you. In a hostage situation to the point to where you are angry. This person probably have moved on with their life happy, them found peace, Them asked God to forgive them, them made peace with God, then apologized within themselves for what they did to you, but you, you can't let it go. You can't let it go. Why? Ask yourself why? Deal with the reality of the truth to that question. Why? It's a harsh reality. Why? You you can you can imprecate, you can anathematize, you can damn a person. Sometimes the person that you think God should punish for what they did to you, God will bless them just to show you something about yourself. God will use that person to show you something about you. Now, the problem comes where you start to denounce the signs and the hints. And the people that God is using to say things to you, you could tell it's accurate. You feel it in your spirit. It's accurate, but you have, you have become so, you have become so contaminated by this thing. It's, it's controlling your life in another kind of way now. It's, you're infected. It's almost like a disease. You're infected by holding on to this garbage. And, 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 and guess what? Guess what? I want to be real with you. You are unable to move forward in life, your spiritual life. Finding peace, finding love—all because of what you are holding on to. Sometimes, what you hold on to keeps you from moving forward to the things that God has for you. You made a choice. Say so you gonna hold on to it. They did you wrong. Nobody on this earth could have been done more wrong than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. How many people have you died for? How many people will you trade your life for? And you have the audacity to hold a grudge against someone. I would even be comfortable with you saying that I don't like to be in the presence of certain people. I don't like certain people around me for whatever reason but do you know what holding a grudge is it it weakens you from the inside because first of all it takes control of you have to understand how your spirit and your soul operate in your existence you have to understand how your soul holds feelings and emotions and where there should be love is overtaken by hate because you refuse to give this person the freedom to leave your life. You refuse to give them the keys to exit. They they, they wait and they stand at the door. I just, I want to leave. I did it. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Just let me out of your life. No, I'm going to hold you. Why? Let's get a little more personal. Because sometimes it becomes an illness. And I don't know if you've ever gotten a headache or not. But when you get a headache, the first thing you look for is something for pain. When you have people or things in your life that you hadn't forgiven or that you refuse to forgive... What you should be looking for is something for peace. But it's infected you to the point to where you can't help yourself. You need to find someone that can help you. But if you don't know that you need help, and you're not listening to the people that's telling you you need help, you need help, then who's to blame? for what you are holding on to that's causing the sickness in your life. You are, you are to blame. Until, until we, Tasha and I was having a conversation in the car yesterday and she was explaining some things to me. Um, That's what, that's what we do. I learned so much from this woman and she was explaining some things to me. You probably will hear me me mention Tasha in almost every episode because that's who who I spend every day of my life with. Mm -hmm. So if I talk about a person, nine times out of 10, it's going to be Tasha. So we was in the car yesterday and she was telling me some things about our new business venture. And as she began to explain She was giving me reasons. And one of the reasons that she said. Was if you were ever to sever ties. Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. When you. When you. Are in a relationship. When you're in a friendship. When you're in a family ship. Anything but worship. Sometimes you have to separatize. Sometimes you have to go your separate ways. The problem is sometimes one person go their way and another person is left stagnant. Why? Because they put too much expectation into a person my beyond belief expectations are only in God. I'll say that again. My beyond belief expectations are only in God. So then what happens is we have the ability to disassociate ourselves from things, people, relationships, friendships kinsmanship, anything but worship. We have the common ability to remove ourselves from situations, but sometimes because of the feeling we have developed has become more dominant than the feeling that we feel for things that's good for our own selves. That means you have tied too much of you up into another human being that didn't have the same ties into you, that didn't invest the same time, the same feeling, the same energy into you. Now what happens is you have a one-sided relationship. A one-sided relationship. Whereas one person could live without the other one and the other one can't live without the person that can live without them. Do you know some friends are so possessive of the person that they see as a friend that they don't want them to be friends with anybody else? That's a narcissist. A malignant narcissist. Do you know what happened with Cain and Abel? One brother got so jealous of the other brother That he took his life. It's a narcissist. So when you're around here talking about your haters, be careful who you assign to that position in your life. Be careful who you refer to as your haters. Because hate is a dangerous thing. So when you're around here using these colloquial dispositions to describe people that you really try to embarrass or or say something bad about, be careful who you assign those positions to with people in your life. Be careful because to anathematize is to. Tear down a person to uh they what they call it in court, um the character assassin, defamation, defame their character. And many a times this is a person that's holding on to someone that's that forgot that they even existed in the world. That's how far past the situation they is. Well, they're the ones who caused the hurt. Maybe they were the ones that caused the hurt, but they weren't the, wasn't the only people in your life that hurt you. That may be the one that you had beyond belief expectations for that they didn't hold up to. Somebody told me one time, God told me that you was going to be my husband. And if you see this, I'm not trying to shame you. And if you shame, then blame yourself. They said, God told me that you was going to be my husband. Well, God didn't tell me that. Moment of silence. God told me that you was the person for me. Why didn't he tell me? What is God keeping secrets now? Be careful who you allow into your life. Because sometimes we as human, we get emotionally attached. We get spiritually attached. We get physically attached. To the point to where we can't see ourselves without this thing or that person. The only thing I can't see myself without, the only person that I can't see myself without is the true and living God. The reason I'm here. The reason I can get up every day with the activities of my limbs. The reason I can treat people right that I don't even care to be in the presence of. The reason why I'm sitting here sharing this information with you. You got to let it go. It's time to let it go. You've been holding on to it for so long. It's weighing you down. They done moved on. It's over with. It happened. Take that negative energy. Take that bad experience and put it into something beautiful and share it with the world. I went through things in my life some 15, 20 years ago that I hadn't been able to share with the world yet, but I have some great things coming up where I will be able to share with people that stuff that happened to me that i will never share with anybody in this world. Maybe my family. Because things happen to us and, and, and it embarrasses us. It's not your fault that it happened to you. It's not your fault that you're hurting. It's not your fault that you was you had a good heart and you thought you could trust people that you couldn't trust. Don't trust people, trust actions. It's not your fault. You was just trying to be a good person. But when it comes to you, being affected to the point to where it's contaminating your existence now you are to blame because you' are holding on to the hurt you're holding on to the damage you ever you ever seen somebody wash a glass door perfect perfect wash it the the best windex don't even use don't even use the the towel they use the newspaper and they wash the glass door And they get it so clean so perfect and then somebody come along and put their hands on it then somebody else come along and open it and put their hands on it. then the kids come along and lean on it and smear it up then next thing you know, that glass door, that beautiful glass door, that beautiful soul, that beautiful, unblemished soul that nobody had touched, now it has stains all over Now it has stains. But the thing about the door, the thing about the glass, is it take a person who can't stand sometime to see the glass dirty. It bothers them to see the glass dirty. It irks them. It irritates them to see the door dirty. And they be so quick to go get something, to clean it. You need people who can't stand to see you hurting. You need to be around people that can't stand to see you in the predicament that you're in. You need new people. You need stain removers in your life. You need a cleaning crew in your life. So I wanted to stop by to share that with you. Things that go unforgiven. It's almost like a cancer. It damages your spirit. It damages your soul. It damages your existence. So that means everything and everyone that's assigned to your life, every purpose that should be fulfilled through your life, is on hold until you get the glass cleaner. Till you find somebody that means you well, that want to see you happy, no strings attached, You don't owe them anything. You have to open your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears and your spiritual understanding so that you can know which direction to go in. They are waiting on you. They are there. They are already there waiting for you. God is never about to do anything. You are about to do things when you start learning the ways of God. When you start learning that God is omnipresent, God is before time. He's never about to do it. It's done. It's just waiting on you. It's your man, it's your boy, it's your host, your friendly reminder. You, Jay Henson and I have enjoyed spending time with y'all I hope this episode blesses your soul I hope that you share it with other people I don't care what country you're in I don't care what region of the world you're in I don't care what city, state town wherever you're at in the world wherever you exist at right now and you hear this, please share it with somebody that's what I'm doing, I'm sharing it with you you share it with somebody else Shaman. It's your boy, it's your host, your friendly reminder. I appreciate you being in the Flex Zone. Check us out on Google Cast, Deezer, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, um, Pandora. Just straight. Just type in Flex Zone. It's probably going to Google it. It'll pull up everything that we stream on. Google Flex on. It'll pull up everything that we stream on. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you tuning in. It's always a pleasure hanging out with y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. It ain't nothing you can do about it. You're in the Flex room.